2: Joe Osho, Sports Radio 670, The Score, here on the Thursday evening prior to the Super Bowl broadcasting from The Score Hyundai Studios, presented by your local Hyundai dealers. So, we've got a, a daily radio.com sports betting show. Uh, you can check me out 9 a.m. to noon on the radio.com app. That's where you can catch it live or just subscribe to the podcast. Have some great guests lined up tomorrow. We've been uh, breaking down the Super Bowl props, all that stuff throughout the week. And um, we started doing the segment proper or flop, and it usually revolves around the NBA. and I decided let's do this with the Super Bowl props. Now, normally when I'm discussing the props on BetQL daily, it's uh, I have a lot of research. I have reasons behind some of the picks that I'm making, of course, you know, go through the whole process on all that. But I told Rick, I'm like, Let, let's talk through this on the score tonight. And maybe maybe as we're going through some of these props that stand out, we can help people out with their process. Just a few things that I've picked up from some bookmakers, uh, talking to them for, over the last few weeks, some professional bettors, just on what they're thinking about before placing some of these wagers. And the majority of the money that is being bet in the Super Bowl and the American Gaming Association projects it to be $4.3 billion. The majority of that money comes in on these on the props, not the side, meaning uh, Chiefs favored by three or total of 56. It comes in on these props. People love them. Uh, the books are going to make a lot of money on them unless a couple of these co- get home. So uh, Rick Camp has picked out a few of his favorites. I have no idea what they are, but uh, we'll talk our way through them. Rick, go ahead. What stands out to you the most?
0: The first one that I'm looking at, the first thing I always look at is anytime touchdowns. Sure. Just because I feel like that's a good way to start thought process-wise. One that sticks out to me is, it's not a huge number, but a Leonard Fournette anytime touchdown is plus money, and I was a little surprised at that. So it's plus, I'm looking over on DraftKings at the moment, uh, Mm -hmm. I'm seeing plus 120 for a Leonard Fournette anytime touchdown.
2: Okay, how many are um, not even even money? Meaning minus one twenty, bet one twenty to win hundred. Are there any in that range?
0: Kelsey and Hill are both minus so one seventy five.
2: Get out of here with that. I'm no serious. Thanks. Pass. That is a hard pass. Is Fournette third?
0: No, Mike Evans is even money. Then I'd rather,
2: I'd rather have Fournette. He's the guy. It's no longer Ronald Jones. Uh, we'll see what the conditions are like when we get to Sunday, but I can see, I can see a, a scenario where the Bucks' offense is more run-heavy. I don't really expect to see that with the Chiefs. That's not, it's not Andy Reid's. That's not uh, Pat Mahomes. Not their style. I don't even know which running back they're going to use the majority of the time. Is it going to be Daryl Williams or Clyde Edwards-Helaire? But um, that's a that's a pretty strong play. I w- I would agree with you. Okay, l- let's uh, let's talk this out. Anytime touchdown, total of six. So you sh- there there could be some value here if we're if you think we're going to get close to the total, give me the number four for Cameron Bright.
0: It's funny that was the other guy I wanted to look at. He is uh, three to one to score a touchdown plus three hundred.
2: Three to one. I saw him earlier in the week at plus two fifty. You know what he was when I bet him in the AFC championship. Was he like four fifty? He, he was he was plus four hundred. He was four to one. It's pretty good. Um it, it feels like there's some sort of a connection. I would take if I'm looking at break props, I would go over on receptions. Is it still two and a half? I think it's in that two and a half range and the yardage is high twenties, low thirties. So I, I think uh, those are some good looks there.
0: Well, I have one. Great. I think down, he'll be involved.
2: He'll be involved.
0: I have one written down associated with it because everybody likes betting Gronk because Gronk, Gronk is just a fun dude. Uh, his receiving yards mm-hmm. is minus one ten for 31 thirty one and a half yards.
2: I am not interested in Gronk props, and you can come at we me with the narrative. I've been hearing that throughout the playoffs. I think he has two total receptions in three playoff games. Um, I think that's the number. Um, I'm not interested in playing any Gronk props. If anything, I would go under, under. But I could, I could see Brady going to his tight ends a bunch in this matchup. But I'd rather play bright over. I As long as I'm talking about overs or unders, uh, let me also pass along that what sharp, quote, sharp betters do. I'm talking about professionals. And this is the advice that I get from a lot of bookmakers is... The public is going to bet over, and they're going to bet yes. Yes, there will be a safety. Yes, there will be overtime. Yes, there will be a two-point conversion because they want to bet a a little and win a lot. See if you can find anything that you're comfortable with that might have a little bit of value on betting no and betting unders. All of these numbers are incredibly inflated. And um, so the bet QL... Five-star bet of the week. I gave this out on BetQL Daily today, so I'll share it here with the score audience. Uh, It is under-receiving yards on a player. Rick, uh, who would you guess is that player? It's under-receiving yards on one player in this game. That's their five-star bet.
0: I'll say they go Mike Evans.
2: Travis Kelsey, Mm. 95-and-a-half. 95.5. Ninety-five and a and a half. That is a big number, and I can understand why uh, they're going under. We're, we're not going to have the third straight playoff game in which Kelsey and Tyreek Hill both have a 100 yards receiving, right?
0: That Well, that was another one I wrote down was like your strongest position on over or under Hill or Kelsey since everybody ties them together.
2: Um, I couldn't go under on Tyreek because it would take one catch for it. could take one catch for him to go over. But uh, if I had to, I'd go Kelsey under in this one. Even though I do expect it to be more of a Kelsey game than we saw during the regular season. That was a, an incredible performance by Tyreek Hill. But if I had to pick one of those two, I would go under. However, um, I like going under on some of the Bucks receivers because there are so many of them. I don't have a strong feel. On the Chiefs side, but uh, there there's some players there. If if I were to go under on some Chiefs players, I would look to the other guys like Miko Hardman. Uh, a lot of people have bet him under on receptions. Uh, maybe Sammy Watkins plays like that instead of Kelsey and Tyreek.
0: Okay, another one I've got kind of related, probably to Tyreek Hill more than anybody. Longest touchdown scored is at forty six and a half. The over Ooh. is even money. The under is minus 130.
2: Okay, so I know someone that loves this prop, and they love the over, but when he bet it, it was 45.5, so that's interesting that it's gone up a little bit this week. Two explosive offenses, high total. You you have some guys, that can, get these players, that can just kill you tyreek just talked about scotty miller can go deep some explosion there uh we've seen brady go deep to godwin a bunch in the postseason i would go over i'd lean over on that one how about you
0: yeah i'm thinking the same thing just because like you mentioned there's too many options and i you know you know from talking with me more on the nba side that i'm more than willing to bet unders i am i am the fly in the ointment i don't care but this super bowl more than anything recently it feels like you mentioned the public is betting all the overs and a lot of times you can just make money betting kind of blindly betting unders this is one where Mm -hmm. there's a decent amount of the chances where even with these like ignorantly inflated uh props they could still easily go over
2: yeah yeah a good amount will it's uh it's definitely true it's going to be tough if you're if you're if you're rooting for a very boring game it's going to be tough uh seeing these two offenses going at it and then you're like okay let's strap in for the next 60 minutes and basically hope nothing happens
0: okay the next one i got is will there be a successful two-point conversion yes is plus 240 no is minus
2: 330 (sighs) okay so the sharp bettors are betting no, but I'm betting yes. That is just too much value. I can see the score already being 28 to 20. The team with 20 scores a touchdown, you know, with the difference, let's go for two. Let's try to get there. Trick plays, throw everything against the wall, season on the line. We have plays we haven't used all year. Philly special, whatever you want to bring up. I I would I would bet yes, there will be a two-point conversion converted in the game. What do you think?
0: Absolutely. That was why I wrote it. Cause I'm like, this, it seems just too much. Like I was thinking maybe that'd be like a plus one seventy type thing, because these two coaches are willing to be aggressive too, or at least they speak about being aggressive. So they they they're offensive right. guys that trust their that trust their people. So you'd think they'd be more willing to do it. All right. The next, yeah, one, The next yeah. one, uh, should we should we touch the anthem yet, or do we not have have we not had enough practice runs yet to have a read on it?
2: We will get those either later tomorrow or on Saturday. But word usually gets out, and we'll see uh, crazy movement. I think that's one of the things that we can't even bet on in Illinois. So I haven't taken a lot, a lot of I haven't done a lot of research on that one and what we've seen with these singers in the past because um, I don't think that is one of the things that we are allowed to wager on. Okay, I saw it state. offshore
0: at a, a minute 57. Okay.
2: Yeah, I'll know tomorrow. I might know when I'm on with Lawrence at 1 o'clock. <laughs> I'm going to bet the information. I could say yes or no, but I'd just be guessing. I'd be throwing something out there. The information will be out there probably tomorrow afternoon, so hopefully at 1 o'clock I'll have that.
0: Okay, one that surprised me a little bit that is random, but – I feel like the it's a little off. Times the chains are brought out. It's at one like and a half. Like the chain
2: gang comes on the field?
0: Yes. Chain gang comes okay. on the field one and a half. The over is plus one seventy.
2: The under's minus two fifty. Dude, how how is it 2021 and we still have the chain gang?
0: Uh, yeah, how? I have, I have no idea. It's how so it- dumb
2: and we all know it, by the time they bring it out on the field that people argue with me me with this all the time by the time they bring bring it out on the field to the spot of the ball it's been moved right like in some way it's been moved whatever whatever uh, one and a half i would never ever bet this but i'll bet under i'd i'd say under but i'm i wouldn't bet that and lay that big number okay on this because on this
0: to me i would think uh, logic to me logic dictates over Because it's the Super Bowl, they want to be absolutely sure. So maybe they'll be a little overcautious and bring the chain gang out maybe one or two more times than they normally would. I think you were almost guaranteed one. So it's just a matter of whether you get the second. Okay, next one. Uh, These two uh, cross sport, which is higher, are tailored right for you. The first one is Patrick Mahomes rushing yards at minus 270 Versus DeAndre Ayton, rebounds and blocks, plus 180.
2: Uh, Who's Ayton playing?
0: That is a great question that I will look up right
2: now. (laughs) That definitely matters. Um, I did hear about Sharp Money coming in on on one particular cross-sport NBA prop, which I'll get to after I answer yours. Um, That definitely matters. They
0: are playing the Celtics.
2: Is it rebounds, did you say? Rebounds and blocks. Oh, I'd go with Mahomes rushing yards. And what's the spread? Minus 270 on Mahomes. Oh, it's straight up? Like, which one's more? Yes. Oh, I thought there would be like a spread, like like Mahomes minus 10 yards or something. Nope. Oh, yeah. Give me Mahomes, 100%. He's definitely going to rush for more yards than Aiton has blocks and points.
0: Okay, and the other one is mike evans receiving yards which is minus 170 (sighs) yeah or the lowest round at the waste management open plus 130 that's a good one
2: um that's a really good prop i like that a lot so evans has had a rough playoffs he was shut down by Lattimore and the Saints. Lattimore has his number throughout his entire career. It was one catch for three yards, but it was a touchdown. And then he didn't do much against the Packers either. But, hey, the Bucks still ended up winning. I would think the Chiefs secondary is going to uh, spend more time worried about Evans than Godwin. I would I would think that would be the case. Um, is, it the, are, is the winner... Is that what we're saying? Sorry, say it again. What's the winner? Are we looking for the higher number, which number's higher?
0: Yes, which is higher?
2: Uh the the waste management lowest round on Sunday.
0: Okay, this one is the my favorite that I've seen so far just cuz of the way it's phrased. Is Wh- this
2: a cross sport one?
0: No, this one is just about the coaches.
2: Which Well, let let me let me let me tell you which which one oh, um yes. has has gotten some sharp money. I heard uh, John Murray from the Westgate mention this one. He said that sharp money came in on Embiid points, um, favored by two and a half over Bucks points in the game. Embiid points on Sunday, I don't even know who they're playing. Um, it'll be uh, at least three more than uh, Bucks points scored. Anyway, they
0: are they are playing if I, I can only assume it's for the day before because they play on Saturday. That's against Brooklyn.
2: Okay. Oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. If I can find that, I'll bet that. What else?
0: Okay. Which coach's nostrils will be seen first during the game? <laughs> Arians minus two fifty or Andy Reid plus one seventy. Okay, so here's
2: <laughs> here's the thing. Is this a trick? I saw this earlier this week. Is this a trick in any way? Are you asking me which one is not going to keep the mask on so then we see the nostrils? Are you asking me is one of them going to go with just the face shield and Andy Reid's going to get rid of that mask thing? And I don't see Reid going back to the face shield, especially with it raining. Everybody was making fun of him last time he wore that I think
0: think Arians is such a favorite because he's he's kind of alternated like he started out with like the duck beak mask and then it I think it was I don't remember if it was only last week that he went shield again so yeah I think it's it's I go Arians
2: yeah Arians nostril
0: that's why you get paid the big bucks
2: (laughs) okay uh what else you got
0: uh, I think we we have to do Gatorade color, right? Is there any intel on the Gatorade color?
2: Yeah, there is. Um, <laughs> what, what, what do we what do we have on the Gatorade? I, that's another one of those things I got to double check to see if we can bet that here in Illinois. But uh, I think it was yellow last year. Um, but what are the odds?
0: Orange plus one twenty five. Red slash pink okay. is plus three hundred. Clear or water is plus 350. Yellow Mm -hmm. slash green slash lime is plus 450. Blue is plus 750. And purple
2: plus 900. What did you say? You said it was orange? Orange is the
0: favorite, plus 125.
2: Yeah, orange is the favorite because they dumped orange on Andy Reid last year. And if you think the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl, don't you think just... Even if they're a little superstitious, hey, we won the Super Bowl last year with orange, why would they change it up? Same quarterback, much of the same roster, uh, but what are the Bucks drinking? It wouldn't surprise me if that's clear on that side. Uh, a lot of people are going to bet red because it's in the color scheme, but I think the Bucks are going to win, so I think, you know, it's not sexy, but I, I think you've got to go with orange here. I'd go orange or, or clearer.
0: Is that like the TB12 influence making sure that it's like just water if it's Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I honestly thought about that. I did. Um yeah, yeah, last year because it was orange, that is that is why they're the favorite. But is it something I'm going to bet? Probably probably not. Probably not. I I do bet it most years. So there are certain ones I never bet. I never bet the coin toss. We got some textures at 3126446767 asking about betting the coin toss. Stop betting the coin toss. I know it's fun. I know you want action from the start. Then bet the anthem. Bet something else. You're paying juice on a 50-50 coin flip. Don't do it. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> I guess we should probably do that. It's like stupid. So- it is stupid. I don't bet it either. It's- I it's just, it's just funny that it annoys you that much. <laughs> uh Okay, so then should probably do something quarterback-related. I just thought about that because I'm smart. Uh, Do you have any strong feelings on passing yardage over or under for either of these guys? What I'm looking at right now has Mahomes at 329.5 and
2: and Brady at
0: 296.5.
2: That Mahomes number is way too high. We're talking about rain in Florida possibly on Sunday. I would I would lean Mahomes under, and Brady probably over because of game script. I expect them to be trailing late. I don't know that they'll be trailing early. Uh, here's one that you might be able to find a couple of props, maybe first score of the game. I don't know which side is favored right now. But if I, Aaron's in the past, he has taken the ball. We uh, Based on history, we know Andy Reid's going to defer. If the Chiefs win the coin toss, they're deferring. Bucks get the ball. Bucks sometimes, when they win, they take the ball. I, it wouldn't surprise me if they take the ball and uh, they want to score. And they've had slow starts, meaning uh, Tom Brady, this Bucks team has been a second-half team. They need to get out to that early lead. They really need it. So, uh, you know, I don't know if there's a, a first score, but I would lean Bucks because I'm assuming they're the underdog.
0: Okay, I'm looking at first scoring play they break it down a little bit more. So you have Chiefs touchdown plus 165. Tampa touchdown yeah. plus 200. Uh, Kansas uh, uh, Kansas City field goal plus 400. Tampa field goal plus 410. Uh, either team to get a safety.
2: Plus Bucks t- touchdown. Plus 10,000. Bucks 10, touchdown. I'd go Bucks touchdown, and I, I did see a prop out there. Is there more? Is there going to be more touchdowns or more field goals? Like what? This is a touchdown game. You need to score touchdowns to win, especially if you're Tampa Bay and you want a puncher's chance here. There's definitely going to be more touchdowns and field goals with these two aggressive coaches. Yeah,
0: that surprises me that that would even be a thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. Maybe most years it's pretty close, but uh, this year. Yeah, I would definitely say more touchdowns.
0: OK, sorry, I'm scrolling because this thing had refreshed
2: on me. Do you uh, have anything on do you have anything on MVP? How about that? Let me take most over. years. Usually the quarterback. Um, I mean, we can talk about it. You don't have to have the odds because we, we know the two favorites are Mahomes and Brady.
0: I'm saying Mahomes minus 105, Brady plus 200. And then it drops off to yeah. 14 to one. Next is Tyreek Hill.
2: You know, if you think the Bucks are going to win, I would just do Brady MVP. Now, I've I know some smart people that have disagreed with me on this because they think if the Bucks win, that means they got some great play out of that defensive line. JPP, Shaq Barrett have an immense impact, and uh, one of them could be live to be the Super Bowl MVP. Let's say multiple sacks, turnover or two. Um, you could you could see one of them doing that. I, I guess I just You know, maybe I'm still bitter over James White three touchdowns a few years ago and still not getting the MVP. With the storyline, tenth Super Bowl, Rick. If the Bucks win, that means they have to score a good amount of points. I just don't see any way they don't give it to Brady. Uh, If a if a receiver has a big game, that means those yards are coming from Tom Brady. Yeah, I just can't see a Bucks Super Bowl win and not go to
1: Brady.
0: Yeah, it would take something like. 100 like, or either, and the only other thing I could see offensively that could even make it happen is if, let's say Fournette, for example, went, broke one long one. So it was like 150 and three scores for him. Something like that. Something where the yardage amount is so is so overwhelming.
2: And Brady with two touchdowns.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like the running back would need more touchdowns than Brady. So that way Brady's yards are kind of whatever. So as long as, let's say, there's one long run for Fournette or Jones or whoever then you could get away with two shorter touchdowns but then the yardage total still has to be what at least 120 plus to even be considered
2: now I would say on the Kansas City side there is a scenario where the Chiefs win and the MVP is not Mahomes voter fatigue got it last year I could see him going somewhere else like say a defensive player is a great game Uh, Tyron Matthew has a defensive score. Something crazy happens there. Uh, Darrell Williams, a CEH, whichever running back, like you just mentioned, scores a few touchdowns. That's possible.
0: Tyron Matthew sitting at 50 to one from what I'm looking at.
2: Um, yeah, it'd be a bomb. It'd be a long shot, but he's got the name value. He he can uh, be a playmaker in the secondary. Brady has been prone to have multi-interception games this season. It could happen.
0: I'm just trying to see if there's anything... 100, 100 to 1 or higher that even looks remotely interesting.
2: No, I think Frank Clark was like 80 somewhere in that range.
0: Harrison Bucker doesn't do anything for you?
2: Jesus. Uh, what I mean what would have to happen there? <laughs> I a, a he, really
0: a really crappy game, that's what would have to happen.
2: <laughs> he's make he makes me think that there will definitely the prop on miss extra point or will any kick hit a bar, like he, he makes me think that'll come through.
0: If Antoine Winfield plays He's that type of player where he could have mm. multiple big plays. So, like, if you're really trying to stretch and say, screw it, I'm going to put something on someone who's 100-1 to one or higher, okay. I, don't think he's, I don't think that's a terrible choice.
2: It's happened a few times when it's not a quarterback in the last number of years. What about Devin White? He's had a great playoff. I was surprised he's at 50. Yeah, people have seen his, like, 15 tackle games lately, <laughs> so they're getting involved there. I, I think it's a little that.
0: crazy that he's at 50, and then Daryl Williams, who we don't know how much run he's going to get, but he could get a decent amount of run, is at 65.
2: Um, A lot of people think Edwards Alaire is going to get the bulk of the work. I'm not there. It was interesting in the AFC Championship game that they they split work in the Kansas City backfield. But when Daryl Williams was out there, it was for run plays. And when CEH was out there, it was mostly for passing plays. We'll see. I think they're going to. What did you
0: think? What did you have Frank Clark at?
2: I thought I saw 80 earlier this week. I'm looking at 190. Nobody's betting him. Yeah, I uh, could see that.
0: 190 to one for Frank Clark. That's not bad
2: sounds like you're advocating for that like just a crazy long shot
0: I mean if if you are someone that wants to get down with a crazy long shot like put down five bucks and have a chance at almost a grand that's not a bad place to go a guy who's a primary pass rusher for the team that we th- that most people think is gonna win that makes sense.
2: What if I put a hundred on it <laughs> No, I know exactly what you're saying yeah yeah, that's why I brought him up that's not. Those odds are ridiculous. 190? And by the way, people shop around because a lot of this stuff, like, it's not like the the, uh, the market for the point spread and the total where you're going to find the same number everywhere. Uh, these odds that you're going to see find on MVP, if you're interested in that, they're going to be drastically different from book to book. So uh, make sure you get the best number out there. Anything else, Rick, that, uh, that we need to address as far as uh, props or ideas, um, ways to bet this?
0: Well, you you just brought up the one that I know, especially for me, getting more and more in depth with it every year is mm-hmm. uh, being able to shop around. And now that in Illinois, you know we have the opportunity to shop around at a few different places. Like for yeah. me, it's been on a the smaller scale of like MBA props being able to, okay, at one book, it's even money, but at another book it's plus 120. so you just get that little bit of extra value for the exact same. Uh, prop that you want to play regardless and just how those little advantages that you find that little bit of value adds up and adds up and adds up
2: yeah um one last piece of advice listen we're all gonna bet it this is entertainment but don't bet anything that you can't afford to lose if you had a pretty good year or you had a budget of money that you wanted to spend like don't don't bet, I don't know, 10 units or whatever. Something that you would never bet in an NFL Sunday on this one game. Unless you're going to divvy it up. And I do recommend correlating your props a bunch. However, keep in mind that if you do correlate your props, and let's say you have 10, 15 props going on, and what I mean correlate, so like, I don't know, say you think Mahomes is going to have an unbelievable game, and you and you do a bunch of positive Mahomes props. If he has a bad game, you're going to lose all of those. So just keep that in mind. I know some people that kind of go out of their way, not, they make sure they don't correlate all of them. Let me put it that way, so they don't get completely hammered. Or at least that's the idea. You never know what's going to happen uh, once a game once a game gets going. Uh, so there's a pro better, his name's Mark DeRosa, not the former Cub. His name's Mark DeRosa. He's got a monster ticket on the Bucks to win the Super Bowl. We had him on BetQL Daily this week. And so what he did as as a bit of a hedge, he didn't hedge it. So Bucks win the Super Bowl, he makes a boatload of money. So it's, it's awesome for him. So what he did is he looked for some props, which is sort of hedging, sort of not, because he could hit both, um, that have a negative outcome on the Buccaneers. Like... Tom Brady throws the most interceptions in the game, or he goes over the interception number, or the first interception, stuff like that. He he bet on some negative uh, bucks outcomes, and maybe he has a shot to to hit both. But that's uh, that was his way of hedging, so he's not completely just going against his bet that he has, and he's giving himself an opportunity to hit both sides. So there's an example of a proper flop. If you have any questions. About uh, prop bets, I'll be on BetQL Daily tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. to noon. You can hit me up on Twitter, at Joe0670. Check out the pod over the weekend if you can't listen live tomorrow. And I'll be on with Lawrence, 1 o'clock tomorrow on Friday. And then, of course, early odds, Saturday morning, 8 to 9 a.m., right here on 670, the score. Coming up next, uh, I had a chat with Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus, breaking down the quarterback movement and some more details about this game and how this Chiefs-Bucks game is going to play out. Joe Osho, 670 The Score and the Radio.com app. Joe Osho, Sports Radio, 670 The Score. So this morning on my show, BetQL Daily, a uh, regular visitor dropped by. His name is Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus, and uh, we got into – the quarterback carousel and, of course, the big game on Sunday. Started off the conversation, myself and my co-host Ross Tucker. I asked Eric about all the quarterback movement. So when it's all said and done, how many QB ones are going to be moving to a different team?
1: Oh, wow. That's a great question. So I think, prop, well, obviously, um, Goff and Stafford's so MX2. I think Carr, some combination of Carr. Garoppolo, Cousins, and Watson. So let's say three of those guys. So you have five there. Um, Breeze is going to retire. So that's six. Rivers retires seven. Um, I'm missing. I, Teddy? I don't know if all, Teddy Bridgewater's probably going to move on. I don't think he leaves Carolina, but I don't think he's the starter week one there. Um, and then obviously you have a draft where there are four guys that many believe are top 15 worthy. Uh, so it, it's, it's going to be a lot, it, you know, I think like a, an upper bound of maybe half the legal have different quarterbacks um, uh, by, Ryan by, by week one. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan's a tricky one because the, the Atlanta Falcons don't have a ton in the way of freedom there, but they do have the fourth pick, which could get them if they're lucky uh, you know, one of the three top guys, uh, you know, coming out in field, Lawrence um, or Zach Wilson.
3: You know, it's interesting. I- I'm curious, how much better do you think Eric Matthew Stafford
1: is than Jared Goff? It's less than some people think. I would say. I mean, it's hard because it's, it's always hard to untangle. You know the um, you know the play of a quarterback from some of the scheme. Right. But at the same time, you know, people have been talking about Stafford as though he's been playing for one of the most dysfunctional franchises in the NFL. And I just don't buy that. I, you know, the, the lions have drafted two tight ends in the top 10 uh, since he's been drafted. And when he came into the league, he was already playing with Brandon Pettigrew, who was the first round pick. Um, you know, they had Calvin Johnson, who's going to make the hall of fame. Uh, Golden Tate they signed as a wide receiver to play with Stafford, and then over the past few years, I know Galladay has been injured, but it's been Galladay, Amendola, uh, Marvin Jones is a, a high price agent. and that offensive line hasn't been too bad. Um, you know he he's sort of you know done a really good job when they've acquired, you know, when they went from you know Jim Caldwell as a Super Bowl head coach, and he's been he was his head coach for three years. Uh, you know, I think Stafford is kind of a, a you know, I think he's gonna play well like he's done every time he's had a coordinator change and then you know, for about six or seven games and then the league sort of figures it out, and he has never really sort of had a, a change up um, you know, when things have gone well, uh, only to fade a little bit.
2: More likely result on Sunday. Bucks pull off the upset or Chiefs by ten plus?
1: Uh yeah, I've been calling I've been saying there's the four quadrants in this game: Bucks blowout, which I don't think will happen; a close win by 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 either team, and then obviously a Chiefs blowout. I think Chiefs blowout is, blowout is um, as likely uh, as a Bucks upset.
3: Wow, that's interesting, Eric. Um, I'm not I'm not sure I agree with that, but that's that's the fun of it. That's why they play the games. I'm curious your your thoughts. Eric, there's like a belief now when you think of some of the quarterback names you mentioned that you either have a quarterback that's good enough to win the Super Bowl and beat Patrick Mahomes or you don't. And I think even if I think Stafford and I think you said he's the 12th best quarterback and let's say golf is 16th or whatever, the Rams clearly feel like that's the difference like that that Delta is the difference. Do you think a team can win a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins or Derek Carr
1: I, I, of course I do I mean a team was uh six minutes away from winning the Super Bowl last year with Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback and you know you, Nick Bowles won one previously. I think the hard part is if the I think the the real question really is right would you be confident in Let's say you're, you're making a bet on a quarterback for five years. Would you be confident that a K- quarterback like Kirk Cousins, at his price tag would be repeatedly able to compete for a Super Bowl with the likes of Patrick Mahomes? And I think the, that answer at that price, and that's always got to be factored in, is no, right? Almost all of these, and that's what's so appealing about a rookie quarterback is that their price tag is, you know, south of $10 million. And, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, who we just mentioned, $20 million, right? So you're paying twice as much for a bottom-of-the-barrel sort of starting quarterback in the NFL if he's a veteran, and you're paying way less than that. And that's what you've seen historically. Um, You know, the Ravens with Lamar Jackson have popped up. The Rams went to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff, um, making, you you know, relatively little money. You know, Chiefs last year with Mahomes and Chiefs this year with Mahomes. His contract really hasn't kicked in yet. And that's why the Chiefs can make mistakes on guys like Sammy Watkins and Frank Clark. You know, the, the margins are so much slimmer. So when you talk about a guy, you know, let's say like Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins is not the problem in Minnesota. He's a good quarterback. The problem is that with him making what he makes, every single mistake is magnified. The Yannick Ngakwe. Uh, mistake is magnified the Janelle hunter injuries magnified the fact that all of their de- defense got bad one year or got hurt one year is magnified and there's so much more margin for error if you either have a quarterback up tier above or if you have a quarterback who's almost as good but making 10 million dollars or less a year
2: uh, we know you're on the Chiefs, you like the Chiefs. maybe there's a chance that the Bucks can uh, pull off the upset or keep it within a field goal here. But what about game props, player props? Uh, what do you what do you really like for Sunday?
1: Yeah, I think um, you know, I'm hedging a little bit with some of these, so I think one of them it, I like is Mike Evans Unders. I think Evans is going to be the the player that the Chiefs focus the most on. And, um, you know, I think he can, he can obviously be productive. He's more likely to be productive in the Chiefs blowout, I think. If the game is close or Tampa is sort of in control of the game, I think Mike Evans is sort of a secondary thought. The Chiefs have given up the second fewest yards this year um, to wide receivers, the third most um, to tight ends, which is also why I like Cameron Bray over at about 29 and a half yards. Um, I think he's, the Chiefs will gladly concede yards to him in many of the same ways that they conceded yards to Cole Beasley uh, in the AFC title game. So those are two props. I I like as far as the styles make fight situation Um, with the Evans one, you probably want to wait until game time because he's a high name, you know, a, a highly recognizable player who the public is probably going to bet up because the public likes overs. So that's one, if you like it, probably wait until Sunday to bet the under Eric, did you have a good year betting? I mean, I'm in a I'm in a nice position with futures, um, week to week, sort of just a little bit above break even. So it's been it's been a decent year. Um, I would have done a lot better had the Packers won in the NFC title game, though. Let's say that.
3: Got it. Interesting. All right. Um, anything else betting wise? What What do you think about the total for the game?
1: Well, we're seeing it on the decline, right, with the news. Um, the forecast that there's going to be rain in the game. I don't know, Ross. I mean, think about, so this is probably a good question um, for somebody like you who played the game. It, protecting the pass is easier when it's a little bit wet, yes?
3: Correct, because the D lineman cannot get as good of a takeoff or get off off the snap because of the footing, if, if it affects the footing.
1: Right. So I, cause to me, I think like the biggest matchup that everybody's gravitating towards in this game is the pass rush of the Tampa Bay Bucks against the much maligned offensive line of Kansas city. Um, But in my opinion, if there is rain, I think that that matchup is neutralized more um, than the offenses are. And we're we saw a little bit, I saw 55 and a half pop up. Um, I think it's back to 56 a little bit, but really shaded to the under Uh, to me. I think that that, you know, if, if anything, I'm just, I just don't like betting chiefs under. So I would say, you know, if you can grab a 55-and-a-half over a decent play, um, f- anything like 56 and you are seeing much of last week and this week, I think that's too many. 56 is sort of a, a new key number, especially in a game like the Super Bowl.
2: With Eric Eager, Pro Football Focus, this is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. Eric, any sucker bets that you're seeing gain some traction? It seems like a lot of people will get down on or you know the public uh, will be taking before we get to Sunday's kickoff.
1: Uh, yeah, that's a great question. I, you know, I've seen, um, I, I'm seeing, um, I'm, I'm seeing some, uh, you know, like Kelsey over eight and a half catches as much as I like Kelsey. <laughs> I just think that number's so high. Right. And, and so maybe there's a little bit of value there, uh, in betting him under, especially if you have the chiefs, ATS as sort of a hedge. I, I do think Kelsey's a big part of this game but it, it may be maybe not necessarily enough to bet over eight and a half catches uh to me and again that's going to be another one where the public is going to love kelsey and the public loves overs so that might be one where if you bet under you might want to write a right around kickoff um uh, another one is anything with the Chiefs scoring first um there there I, I think this has gotten out already but you know, the Chiefs almost always defer or always defer the opening kickoff. Tampa Bay, the last two times that they've had an opportunity to choose, they've chosen to receive. Um, so, you know, my favorite bet, like long shot of the entire week is first score being a Tampa Bay field goal at plus 420. Um, I, I, think there, I think a lot of the props that sort of have both teams basically even or maybe even slanted to Kansas City as the favorite to score first. I think those are a little bit of a sucker bet.
3: Ooh, I like that field goal at plus 420. That's very interesting, Eric. Uh, give us one other thought on the Super Bowl, and it can be anything, blank canvas, anything, uh, one player, one matchup, one prop, one anything.
1: Uh, that, I think Clyde edwards helaire is going to assume the, the full-time role as the running back this week. So wow. if you're, if you're looking at, um, you know, let's say on draftings for example, you can get them, you can get Clyde Edwards, the at over seven and a half carries at minus minus one forty I think that that's a really good bet, especially if you think the chiefs are going to win the game. Um, he's is his yardage total at 30 and a half, uh, you know, in many places as well to me that and like any under you can get on Darrell Williams rushing the football, whether that be carries or yards. I think that's where you have to go. Um, I think Edward Tiller, uh is the is the running back for the majority of sort of straight up downs in this game.
3: Wow, okay. you're killing me. We're Joe Joe and I were all over Darrell Williams. You're killing
1: us, <laughs> Eric. Sorry, sorry about that. I I, I I just think that that's um, I, you know two weeks uh, after uh, you know this Ross, like you go out there, you play, you're a little rusty. You get two weeks off after that. I think he's going to be refreshed and. You have to think about the incentives. Andy Reid is an extremely good coach and extremely pragmatic. Um, but this, you know, they drafted him for, in the first round for moments like this, right? That was
2: Eric Eager of Pro Football Focus on BetQL Daily uh, this morning on the radio.com app. Good stuff from Eric, as always. Coming up next, I it's some news from my alma mater that made me really happy. I'm going to share that with you next. Score Rewind in the 9 o'clock hour. I'm Joe Ostrowski. This is 670, the score in the Radio.com app. Joe Ostrowski here. I am so old that a man that attended high school after me is now the president of said high school. Congratulations, Daniel Santucci. On becoming the St. Patrick High School president, taking over for Dr. Joseph Schmidt coming up. 160-year-old school. He is the third president. So you might know his name because, well, he played high school, obviously, at St. Pat's. He played for Notre Dame. He was drafted into the NFL, played for the Cincinnati Bengals, went back to Notre Dame. To work uh, in their offices as a regional director of development, and now he's going back to St. Pat's, his high school roots, to be the president there. A real success story. Congratulations to him, and congratulations to everyone in St. At St. Pat's, I graduated graduated with his brother Paul way back in nineteen. Uh, 19- 97 so congrats all around there coming up next score rewind hour i'm joe ostrowski this is 670 the score and on the radio.com app
0: we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch